Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh-huh. It's 1033 on a Monday, midday with Jamie and Grayson, Jamie Monticelli and John Grayson. Hey, coming up in the one o'clock hour, uh, Jeff Stryker, who is with KCI Edgemore, the group in charge of getting the new terminal done out at KCI, will be in studio with us. He's in town to talk about a workforce training program. He'll be joined by Justin Meyer, who is our good buddy, uh, VP of Air Service Development for KCI. They'll be here for the hour. If you have questions about the new terminal construction, that's up on Facebook. You can leave those questions there. Uh, Jeff Stryker is great at the rapid fire questions about the project. He, he gets them all the time. He's prepared with every answer. So if there are questions that you have for them, go ahead and leave those up on Facebook for us. And if you're looking for a gig, this is a must listen because they've got a lot to say about how you might find yourself employed. Uh, also, temperatures are dropping. Uh, Channel 41 just tweeted this, that we've already dropped over 15 degrees in three hours at KCI. <laughs> Wind chills are in the teens and 20s. It's 31 out of KCI right now. So uh, it's going to continue to get cold through the day today. Yeah, and this is also, I mean, no joke about this. This is the kind of day that you need to be listening in every single hour between now and the commute home because the commute home is likely to be nasty. It was great this morning. It was almost 50 degrees. Oh, it was great outside, yeah. But when you get into 4, 5, 6 o'clock this afternoon, it's got the potential to turn really, really ugly. So keep it here. All right. Uh, next story comes to us out of Fox News, and this is out of Missouri, uh, which got our attention just a little bit more. Uh, a Missouri mother's unapologetic Facebook post defending her son's decision to fight back against a bully has gone viral. Allison Davis posted a selfie picture of her son, Drew, who was suspended from school for, quote, beating up the kid that has been tormenting and bullying him since middle school. But rather than being upset over her son's uh, behavior, the woman said she was far from it. She said, I know as a parent I'm supposed to be upset with him for resorting to violence or getting suspended, but I am not. She said her son had suffered bullying from the unidentified student for years, and despite repeated attempts to get the school to do something about it, nothing happened. She said when this kid is constantly threatened to beat Drew up along with several of his friends, the school did nothing. When this kid followed Drew down the hall, threatening him and making fun of him, and it was all caught on video, the school did nothing. The mother said the student's bullying not only got worse over time, including sending her son threats on social media, voicemails, and texts, and she says the school did nothing. So this goes on. She says she sent the school a lengthy email earlier this year, begged the school to get involved. Their solution, she said, was to have the two sign a no-contact contract. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. That's going to work, right? Wow. So when Drew ultimately took matters into his own hands, she said he was left with no alternative. She wrote, three punches and his bully screamed like a baby. His minion friends shut up and this morning the bully wouldn't even look at him. Problem solved, she said. Uh, the post has gotten 235,000 likes and more than 138,000 reshares on Facebook. I, boy, so much possible reaction to this. And we'd love to hear from you on the text line at 22980. And I immediately, you get that same reaction because in our minds, it's like the movie, the uh, you know, My Bodyguard. Everything happened right. Mm -hmm. And it went great. And the kid defended himself and good for him. Now, of course, he's going to be punished for it because you can't do that these days. Right. However, I was looking for a way not to like this story. 
Why? Because I'm a, I, I am a believer in nonviolence. Yes. I, I think that whenever possible, and that's the key to that, whenever possible, if, if you find the nonviolent solution, you're doing the better thing. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> my, my real takeaway from this story is that at every opportunity uh, for years, adults had the ability to put an end to this and didn't. And if you do that, then this is what's going to result. My only concern about something like this is that it's not always going to end this way because right. sometimes you stand up to the bully and you get beaten severely. Or you get in trouble. Even you know? barring getting it. I mean, the kid's yeah. in trouble now. He's been suspended. Right. But yeah. it, barring getting in trouble, you turn on a bully and the kid beats the tar out of you. Right. Now what? Okay, no lesson learned. You know, nobody's happy. And the kid's going to continue to be tormented by a kid who has now beaten him up. Things are going to get 100 times worse. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about this mom's... I mean, she's condoning the violence it took for her son to ultimately defend himself. Is she's she saying, though? Yeah, I mean, she's defending it. She's saying... All it took was three punches and and it that ended and it shut everybody up. Right. So she is saying that's that's a good thing. I mean she she's saying because the school did nothing. Yeah. I'm okay with what my son did to figure this out. I have questions about what else mom could have done along the way. Um I generally think we think schools should just do everything for us. Sure. And I don't like that. I think schools, this is why we have teachers getting out of the profession, because I think schools are, the expectations are too high for schools to fix all of our problems. Whereas I think, could mom have contacted the parents of the bully? Could mom have been more proactive instead of just expecting the school to do everything? I I, I have questions about what else could have been done along the way here before you just beat the kid up. Right. Right. You but it, it did. I mean, if it's been going on as long as she says it has, it sounded more to me like she she was glad that it was over, mm-hmm. glad that her son stood up to the kid. But I, I still hear a little bit of regret from her that it had to go this far, that nobody else could have stepped in. But you're right. I mean, w- with her, we, we don't know. I mean, over those years was an attempt made to reach out because sometimes that can make things worse, too. Well, yeah, sometimes I just think, you know, it's it, I think it's easy to blame the school and say the right. school did nothing. The school did nothing. Well, what did you do? You <laughs> yeah, know, mom, right. what did you what did you do to help, you know, intervene in this situation instead of expecting the school to do everything in the school to fix it? Yep. Now, on the other hand, you got to feel bad for the kid. You know, this is a horrible situation for this kid to be ridiculed over and over and over again every every year. But I don't think that punching the kids' lights out is necessarily going to fix it either. Right. Being suspended is not necessarily a good, you know, a good result of that either. But what do you guys think of what, you know, of what this mom said? It, it's gotten shared hundreds of thousands of times now. Um, texter says, sorry, but Drew should have punched that kid years ago. <laughs> right. And again, with foresight, if you had known that this is where it was going to end up, absolutely. It could have put an end to a lot of years of this kid going through it. And that that's a tragedy, too. The fact that he had to be scared to go to school every day uh, for that long, that's something that should never happen. Yeah, I just, um, I think mom needed to do more. I think before you green light the kid beating the other kid up, I don't, it just bugs me when you say, well, the school did nothing. Because that's what her Facebook, that's the theme of the Facebook post. Yeah. This thing happened, this thing happened, the school did nothing. This thing happened, this thing, the school did nothing. Well, did you, you know, go and try to talk to the kid? Did you go talk to the kid's parents? Did you, don't rely on the school to fix, to fix all the problems here because schools, schools are limited in what they can do also. So, um, I don't know. And people are saying standing up to a bully is the only way I've ever seen for it to stop. No, I, I'll say it again. I think a lot of this comes down to taking away the audience for the bully. Yeah. You got to teach your kid to intervene. 
and defend the kid who's being picked on. Right. You know, you got to teach your kids to take away the audience and to not be a part of that group that laughs when somebody else is being picked on. And and part of it, again, I think going back to, uh, you know, my own experience and seeing things like this go on is that public schools are in a tough spot. We talked about this last week. They can't, they, their ability to do anything dramatic, their hands are tied a lot of the time. You know this, you yeah. know this better than anybody does probably, uh, that they can't kick kids out. Right. Private schools can. And, uh, you know, in that experience, uh, there was an incident that took place. There was a field trip coming up. And one kid had threatened another kid. Oh, when we get there, I'm going to beat the tar out of you. And the kid went to the teacher. And the teacher didn't really say anything directly about it. But he said, look, if any trouble starts here, you're going to be kicked out of this school. You won't come back. Yeah. And that was and said that to the entire class. It was just like nobody cut up if you do, you're in trouble. (laughs) And everything was fine. I'm going to laugh at this text really fast. Jamie, please stop. You sound like a buffoon. (laughs) that's awesome happy monday to you too because Uh i think it is unreasonable to expect the schools to solve all of your problems for you okay fine i think that's unreasonable put on your clown shoes yeah i I think that's unreasonable to think that the school should just fix everything right i think parents should parent you get involved you do more and stop expecting the school to do everything for you exactly yeah and show up at a pta meeting and see who's there yeah yeah exactly you get involved you you help you contact the kids parents Stop expecting the school to just fix it. Right. Um, let's see. I think we've got some callers on the line here. Well, let's do it then. And Kansas City is the next stop. Hello, Lisa. Hello. How are you all today? Great. Great. What's up? I was in a similar situation with my son being bullied for many years um, through middle school, high school. And the school systems do nothing. I took my son, tried to bolster his confidence, to karate. And eventually, in high school, after talking to teachers and parents, the bully's parents, the bully's friends, their parents, one day it escalated in the locker room. The other boy uh, did something to his backpack, and my son beat up the school locker and broke both his hands. Wow. So it's not always... You do everything you possibly can. You're asking the school for help because it's their, you know, playground, their rules. They're the boss. They're supposed to protect the children. They have posters all over school, you know, anti-bullying, and yet it happens more than you think, and it destroys the self-confidence of the child. Yeah. You're right. I mean, we were kids, and we were bullied also, and I I think – the difference now is that kids get it 24 hours a day. We didn't have cell phones. You know, we didn't have cell phones where kids could text us their threats. We didn't have social media that could, that it could come in all the time. So, no, exactly. I'm, I'm not downplaying the effect on kids. Right. But I did everything I could. Um, the bully's parents, oh, my child wouldn't do that. Yeah, nobody becomes a bully uh, yeah, in a vacuum. Yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've seen the parents of bullies before, and I know what they look like generally. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. it's not a pretty. They're not the ones who are going. Oh, we didn't know our our son was a bully. Most of the time, they're being encouraged. Mm-hmm. So I'm with thanks you. a lot for the call, Lisa. Thanks, we Lisa. appreciate it. Appreciate you getting in. We'll get to more of your calls coming up next. Several of you calling to get on the line here. It's ten forty four on KMBZ. 
It's 10.50 midday with Jamie and Grayson on a Monday. Jamie Monticelli and John Grayson. We're taking your calls and your texts about the story out of Missouri. Mom who wrote a viral Facebook post about her reaction to what her son did after being bullied. So it's a pretty lengthy post. It's been shared uh, 200,000 times. And she basically says her son had been bullied over and over and over again. I believe he's in middle school. His name is Drew. Uh, To the point that she felt like the school wasn't doing anything. And so she green-lighted or certainly didn't criticize the fact that her son Drew then goes to school, three punches, and the kid's not being bullied anymore. Uh, The kid got suspended. He's lucky it wasn't worse than that. Uh, But there's a lot of division about this mom being okay with that. And there's another piece to it as well, because we don't know how physical any of this was up until the point that he threw the first punch. And that's another thing that I think has got to be a part of the discussion on this, because granted it's when when you're dealing with threats and intimidation and things like that those are very powerful things but they're not punching somebody right so did it just get to the point where he got fed up with being picked on and turned around and started a fight be you know elevated it not started the fight but elevated it to a physical altercation uh-huh. and if he did that's a problem yes definitely you know All you right. don't want to start a fight but you can finish one yeah uh let's go to russ in cameron up next hello russ uh, yeah, first of all, I want to touch on uh, one point first. Public schools is the only place that parents will continue to send their kids day in, day out to be bullied, harassed, belittled. So there's something wrong with the parents in general just that, that they put up with this. Number two, uh, I, I, that probably plays into why the suicide rates do for teenagers is going through the roof. And number three, I have two kids of my own, and I've told them since they were little, Never bully anybody, but you have the right to defend yourself just like I do because I'm not going to put up with anybody get harassing me. And if that means i got to hire a lawyer to represent you, I'll do it. But you don't ever, ever let someone bully you. And that's been an apology to my kids, and they'll tell you that right now. They're teenagers now, and they've never put up with no crap, and they, they, they're they not going to. All right. Fair enough, Russ. Thanks. Okie dokie. Next up. Rose in Harrisonville. Hello, Rose. Yes, um, I went to Van Horn High School, and I had a science teacher that used to, during class, right in front of everybody, would tell people that uh, if your parents didn't go to college or you didn't live in a good area, that you were trash. Why were you in school? Because you were going to be one of the welfare bums. And then other kids kids started making fun of you and bullying you. And then when my mom went to school... They didn't see anything wrong with They just told me to toughen up and handle it. And, you know, it's not right because it makes kids feel like that they're not. And they quit school, which I did at 16 and a half. Uh, luckily, I made a career for myself and getting okay. Uh, but it does. It brings their self-esteem down, and it does bring you on this violence. And somebody needs to step in and do something. And the parents of the kids, uh, one kid even took as far as to beat the hell out of me on the bus for no reason. And the school bus and the school didn't do nothing about it. Can I ask a question, Rose? And I'm going to ask this of all the parents um, who are defending the kid here. Everybody says the school didn't do anything. I ask the serious question, what do you want the school to do? What do you expect the school to do to stop it? Okay, one, when uh, uh, when I got uh, held down by two other friends and got the hell beat out of me, the school knew that it was a real big problem. This kid was making the threats. 
They could have suspended him from school. They could have, uh, when he did it, they should have brought the police in and had him, uh, since uh, his parents didn't do anything about it, they should have prosecuted him. Uh, the teacher that used to ag it on, he should have got fired or at least reprimanded. But the school just, you know, blew it off, said, well, you know, look at the school system you're going to. What do you want us to do about it? And that's, that's a great response. You know, it could cost a child. It could have cost me my life. I yeah. was hurt pretty bad. So, yeah, I think somebody should have done something. But they were too busy circling their own little wagons. All right. Thanks a lot for thanks, the call, Rose. Rose. We appreciate you weighing in. And it sounds like there's a lot of that that goes on because everybody's afraid of lawsuits. To everybody, what do you want the schools to do? Everybody is saying the school didn't do anything. Remember, schools need to be fair. There needs to be evidence of things going on. And it need, you, you have to then prove that, that this is only going one way, that the other kid isn't egging it on somehow. So what do you want schools to do? Yeah. It's a, it's a great question, and somebody just texted in, you know, how about suspend the bully? Well, for what exactly? Right. And that's where, that, you know, that having that kind of proof, because anybody could just walk up and say, I'm being bullied, that kid's picking on me. Yeah, but before it gets to the level of a suspension. Define bullying. Right. You know, we have a lot of people that say it's just teasing, that we're raising snowflakes, that we need to raise kids to be tougher. Yep. Define bullying to me, you know? Let's get to a couple more calls here before we go to news. Well, we can do that. How about Kansas City? Hello, Chadwick. Hey, good morning. Sorry, let me get you off of speaker. Thank you. There we go. That's better. It's actually a really good sounding speaker phone, yeah. but either way, thank you for that. <laughs> What's up? Well, uh, I was saying, uh, now this is many years ago, but uh, when I first started junior high, seventh grade, um, I was getting bullied by the same guy. And, you know, he just harassed me. I was a fat kid, so... Uh, He'd start picking on me about my weight, usually with his friends around, trying to push me around, that kind of stuff. So when it started happening in junior high, I went to the Dean of Boys and told him about it and said, you need to do something. Well, he pulled the kid in, talked to him. Well, that didn't change anything. So I went to him a second time, said, it's still going on. You need to do something. He pulled the kid in with his parents, talked to him. That didn't change anything. So the third time, I went in and said, well, I've warned you twice now, and that's my deal. I give you two warnings, just like baseball, third strike, you're out. Yeah, yeah. So I've given you two warnings on the third time. If he continues to cause issues, I'm going to fight back because I can't keep it back anymore. Next time he uh, decided to bully me, we got in a fight. I got pulled in the office. I got one day of in-school suspension because uh, zero-tolerance policy on fighting. And he got three days of out-of-school suspension because they've talked to him in the past. So if this bullying was going on and they were talking to the, you know, Dina Boys, superintendent, principal, what have you, and tried to do all the right things, then that doesn't stop the kid from being punished for what he did because, quite frankly, consequences have actions. But you got to try it the right way first. Yeah, well said. Very well said, Chadwick. Thanks a lot. Good job, Chadwick. Thank you for the call. Do we have time for another one? Or are we getting, we're kind of up against I think we're up bit. against news. Uh, thanks to everybody who got in here. Maybe we'll come back to this one a little bit later in the show for those that didn't have time to get in. Uh, it is 1058 now. Let's check in with Mark Lavoie in the KMBZ newsroom. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.